Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Weekends were made for sports. Now do the robot voice. I want to hear it again. Meet more sharp robot. That's a terrible robot voice. A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. Everyone, meet freelance alien bounty hunter, Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp? The football guy? Yeah, I hunt aliens now. Used to catch TDs, now I catch ETs. You ever caught an alien, Shannon? Not yet, Mr. Question, but I'll let you know when I do. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. Where are the turtles? Where are the turtles? Come on, guys, get out of here. Where are the turtles? And Rashad Taylor. Nobody calls me Lebowski. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. On 1080 The Fan. Hour 2 of 2 here on Sports Sunday. The bikers tried to stop us, but we said nay. Ha ha. We said nay. We are here. We showed you, you know. But, you know, we were a little late. Hopefully it looks like it's fun. Does it? It looks pretty fun. I like I mean, riding bikes. Man, I haven't ridden a bike in a long time. Do you still ride a bike? I mean, what do they say about riding bikes, right? It's like riding a bike. You'll pick it back up quickly. Yeah. I, I, the last time I tried was like four or five years ago. And it had been about 15 years since I had done it. So for the first like... 20 minutes i was like uh how do i do this like you get on and you're like how do i turn without falling and you got to remember you got to use your body more than just turning the handles on the bike but once you kind of get used to it you're like oh okay i can do when was the last time you've been on a pair of roller blades when i was 20 <laughs> so 12 years ago i think you me joe should get some blades and just go blading uh right here along the uh and fall into the river? Yeah, just but <laughs> three guys blading in perfect unison. Mm, holding hands. I think it'll be something Maybe to see. Maybe the two of us are holding no, Joe up above like us. and like Real this. life skaters, like real life power skaters, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All at one time. I think that could be awesome. One of us awesome. have a boombox with us. I think that'd be awesome. So we can have the music while we're doing our moves? Yes, man. That was something I did. Uh, obviously, I did it a ton growing up. We had a roller rink near my home as a child. Every single birthday party for eight years, I wanted to go to the same place. It was the roller rink. So we did. That was my where my birthday party was every year. I was quite good. I had, I had a pair of roller blades. And then I didn't do it for a long time. And I remember it was like my freshman year of college. It was the first summer back when everyone in the high school still wants to hang out with each other because it's only a year yeah. removed. Yeah. Like you go home those for the summer. Your, and those are still like, your friends. Yeah. yeah. You still go back and hang out. And I, I think it was that year, it was that summer, one of the people, like, rented out, maybe not rented out, we just went to a rollerblading rink, and it had been so long, I fell and hurt my ankle so bad. 
because it like I because it, it the rollerblades go over your ankles to protect them. Right. But I remember falling and like my leg bent awkwardly, and I was just like, "Why am I doing this right now? Yeah. <laughs> Why is this a thing that I'm doing?" It's been a while since I've been on blades. Great, great on you know skates, but it's been a while since I've been on blades. I'm probably okay. Hopefully I guess I don't skates break are anything. easier, right? Because they're of course. you got more surface area. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm probably okay is that is is that the thing that you most miss from your childhood that's like a very common kid thing absolutely adults don't do anymore i I was i was you know oaks park we're not too far you know here in the studio we're not too far away from oaks park and that's where i spent a lot of friday and saturday nights as a kid you know so and i'm talking from maybe fourth grade until maybe freshman year of high school like you know every single friday and saturday especially during the summertime me and my god brothers were there every time so learning how to skate and all that stuff absolutely i think that's what i miss most too that was so fun yeah it was, it was a good activity vibe. you know was, you got to you got to hear all like the popular music that the dj was playing yeah. in the middle yeah they're gonna we're gonna slow this down for couples only mm. just all couples my favorite was the races where oh, they yeah. would set up like little cones and you would have to do like two or three laps oh, yeah. against everybody that was always fun all right backwards skating or they backwards had the uh it, it wasn't even the rollerblades it was like the little the things you had a gym class like the little things you would sit on that had wheels on the bottom yeah and had the handles on the side yeah they were they had like those in oh, some fashion were, too yeah they had this thing called all night skating at oaks park and uh it was from 7 p.m till 7 a.m really and it was it was shut in and so like right around i'm assuming that was just once a year it was no yeah it would be like maybe once or twice a year but uh right at right around like two o'clock uh you could take off your skates and put your tennis shoes on and everything and just go there's like a dance on the on the skate floor so turn on the music and everybody just kind of Damn. do some actual dancing but like four o'clock five o'clock everybody was asleep of course everybody's you know, nobody finds, could make it everybody finds some place in the and then the uh, I can't be very comfortable to sleep. No, because then what happens is the the staff comes around like, hey, hey, you can't sleep. You got to wake up. Like, what do you mean? I can't sleep. <laughs> I'm here till seven in the morning. Mean? I'm tired. Yeah, so it's one of those things. But it used to be the time of my life. Fifteen dollars was the best night ever. Mm. Well, there's a little uh, nostalgia for yeah, you. Yeah, there you go. Shout out to all my Oaks Park uh, frequenters. Coming up throughout this hour, we're going to get to the AFC East at the 10:30 segment. We're not going to do hate it or love it because Joe's out today. But coming up next. Rashad has some thoughts on Team USA, who won the gold in basketball, men's basketball, I should say, and in women's basketball. But we're going to be talking men's basketball. They won the gold after a very slow start to their qualifying and to their early games. But Rashad has thoughts. That's next. This is Sports Sunday on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 1018 here on your Sunday morning. Mike and Rashad with you until 11 o'clock. First hour podcast just got posted. We talked the Blazers offseason as well as our battle with uh, getting through the bike race to get here slightly late to the show today. And uh, this hour, we just uh, talked a little bit about rollerblading so far. So, you know, we're all over the place today. Getting things done. But Rashad uh, told me as we walked in or ran in, jogged in, hustled in, to uh, that he wanted to talk about a little bit of the Team USA men's basketball at the Olympics. The Olympics are over, and Team USA won the gold in men's basketball yesterday, a win over France. After a very slow start, there there were like exhibition games. They lost to Nigeria. They lost to France. They lost to a bunch of teams that were, or I, I should say lost to Australia, and lost to a bunch of teams that were really, really, really worse than them. And then the group play started, and they lost to France, and you're like, oh, my God, what is happening? And they wound up pulling it out. Kevin Durant became superhuman Kevin Durant, and they won all the rest of their games, basically, and won the gold. So I didn't watch many of the games, or actually any of the games. I saw the highlights that showed up you know, on Twitter as, they, as the games were happening or whatever or the next day. But Rashad told me that he had uh, some thoughts he wanted to share based on what he saw, because you did watch a couple of the games. I did watch a couple of the games, man. I actually thought um, some of those games were were great. Um, number one, uh, shout-out to the ladies. Uh, seven gold medals in a row yeah. in the Olympics. Brittany Griner just completely went off. Man, Diana Taurasi is like the WNBA's um, Kobe, LeBron. Like, she, she's just so dominant. So, first off, make sure we shout-out the ladies for, for doing an amazing job. Uh, and the fellas, man, got, hey, man, I think everybody's got to tip their hat to Team USA because it looked bleak for a while. They lose three of the uh, – two of the first four games, like, th- for um, just seeding, pool play, and then uh, they get to the actual games and lose that first game against France. And France has a bunch of NBA guys on there and probably some guys that probably should – be in the NBA and some guys are definitely going to get a, a couple calls, you know, just considering the way that they played. I think the cool thing that I realized just looking at the rosters was just how many NBA players were in this awesome. tournament as a whole. It was awesome. And it shows you how, how international the game is now. Yeah. And there was a time and we all know where uh, I forget it was somebody from Croatia. I think it was not even Croatia. I can't remember what team it was, but they're shooting free throws and they just want to shake Magic Johnson's hand as they're shooting free throws. Well, these guys aren't looking to shake Kevin Durant's hand, you know, and Dame's hand when they're out there. They're going for blood, and you could absolutely tell. So the rest of the world is 100% with the smoke at this point. But Kevin Durant, man, this guy, we forget that he can tore his Achilles, you know, a year ago and came back like nothing happened. 
the first time he got back on the NBA court with the Nets, man, KD was lights out and has been that he was going to be the MVP before he missed a couple weeks because of some injury. But Kevin Durant probably should have been probably should have been the MVP of this past year. He was that good. And this dude was dominant. There was nothing that KD couldn't do. He got every shot that he wanted because he's Kevin Durant and he can do that. And he not only that, but he was one of the best rebounders on his team. He was one of the best. Well, the team didn't passers. have really any bigs. So. I mean, they didn't have any bigs, but the one thing we know is Bam Adebayo is a great rebounder. Uh, we know that uh, Jason Tatum is a pretty, you know, for his position, especially he's a power forward that plays around the perimeter, but he's a pretty good rebounder. And then Draymond Green can take over a game without scoring a point and getting rebounds. So you had some guys there that, that could do some stuff. The one takeaway I had from from this game, and I kind of told you this during, during a break, is – Dame is great. We know Damian Lillard to be a great player here in Portland because he is. But him playing next to Kevin Durant, to me, just to me, and I mean, don't nobody else got to feel this way, man, Dame is not close to that level. Like, you know, I know we, we want to talk about the top five in the league, and some people might feel like Dame is top five. He's not. And there was times where there was no Dame time in the Olympics. Damian Lillard was benched at the end of two really important games for Team USA. Because he can't play defense, right? He can't play defense. And he was broke for a lot of the a lot of the tournament. He had one game against Iran where he played amazing. And then after that, um it, it got real it got real bad for Dame. Dame averaged during these Olympics uh eleven points. Uh, he didn't shoot super, super well. Yeah, every time I would see little stat updates come through, it was like Lillard has three points after the first quarter. You're you know, like, he, oh. He was uh, essentially Drew Holiday came and took over for him. Well, I got this from now. And at the end of the games, Devin Booker was taking his minutes. And Drew Holiday was taking those minutes. Drew Holiday came in, averaged more points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, everything across the board than Dane. Now, I'm not saying Drew Holiday overall. Well, probably. I don't know. I'm not saying Drew Holiday is Damian Lillard because no. nobody, when you can shoot that way and you can go off for, you know, stretches of, you know, three, four, five threes in a row from the parking lot, there's only a couple dudes in the NBA that can do that. Dame is one of them. The other one is plays for Golden State. Actually, the other two probably play, play for Golden State. But outside of that, man, it's it's a really, really short list. But I'm just kind of saying, like, if, if Kevin Durant is still kind of concerned, because I think KD is two now. I think Giannis is one. I still think I think KD is as good of a basketball player as he's going to get. KD is what thirty something years old at this point. Yeah, he's, he's not, probably at the peak of yeah, his career. He's not coming back ten pounds heavier. He's not going to come back with a new, you know, newfound post game like this. This is the this is the player we have for Kevin Durant. I mean, he came back from a very serious injury. No, and he still did, looks like but, KD. But he is that, and he's the same player that he was prior to the injury, right? Like, there's nothing really new that KD does now that he didn't do before. No, Giannis is still figuring it out. And he's as good as he is. So that's why I'm putting giving Giannis just the nod for now because he's still only like it. He's in beta. He's still only like 85% of what he can be. So that's why I'm going to give him uh, the nod at this point. But, man, I, I think Dame is a, is a still he's a top seven, top eight guy. But when he we start ha- putting him in that bugs. conversation, he has, some yeah, he's has some, he has some bugs that need to be worked like, out. Uh, you know, his he's some, very slow free throw shooting he, is still a bug. He needs some, some updates that, you know, he has <laughs> to get and everything. But for the most part, I think Giannis – like, for all the things that he can't do, like, there's still so many things he can. And once he figures out how to at least do some of those on a not even consistent level, just a competent level, like, 
he's going to be unstoppable. But Kevin Durant, man, he is going to go down as the greatest scorer that the NBA has ever had. I, I, I don't, pre- I don't think that's, I don't, I mean, I know that I understand Jordan. Yes, we've never seen nothing like Kevin Durant. I think I appreciate that take on Damian Lillard. I just don't know, like, is the is is the Olympics the best place to get that as a true I think it's the best place to show how how good of a ball player you are not just a specialist you know what I mean like uh Carmelo was the best scorer on that Olympic team right those those 2008 12 mm-hmm. you know Kobe and LeBron were the best players and everybody knew it offensively defensively they did everything for your team Chris Paul was a better player you know on those teams Melo was just the best scorer Dame on that team was a good score but you're seeing like Chris Middleton all overall as a basketball player, probably better. As a score, get out of here. Chris Middleton gets scorched by Damian Lillard. You know what I mean? It's just there's some things people can do much better than others. And um, we were kind of kind of seeing that. I think the Olympics is a great way to show like how good of man. I thought guys like um, Zach Levine, you know, balled and was able to kind of show, man, I can do some different stuff besides just dunk. You know, but I, it was for for somebody that sees Dane play all the time. I was being real, kind of disappointed. I, I I wonder how much of it too. This is the final thought before we got to take a break. Here is Dame's not used to playing with multiple superstars. It's probably so, different for him. Yeah, yeah. So he had to kind of just let everyone else do their thing. That's a great point because everybody else on that team plays or has played with at least one superstar player. KD's yes. played with multiple. Jason Tatum's played with a couple. Uh, Drew Holiday obviously has played with the couple. I don't couple. know if Tatum's played with a couple of superstars. He but... played with Kyrie, you know, and he played with, uh, uh, I mean, shoot, I'm trying to think of who else. He played with Kyrie. I just think with, it's interesting that he played it, with Kimball Walker, who was a multiple-time All-Star. It was, like, it's know. not a superstar, though. It, that's star. In Dame's first time playing with multiple stars, he backed off too much and didn't take over any games. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. He's passive. He was a little passive. And that was a little weird to see Damian Lillard be be passive like that, especially if he wasn't, like, getting a bunch. I, we saw him do that with CJ at the beginning of the season when he was really trying to feed CJ and make sure CJ got a shot off and everything, but Dame wasn't being as aggressive. And we kind of said, man, what's wrong with Dame? But you, you then you notice he's really trying to get CJ involved early and get him comfortable early. And there wasn't, there wasn't a lot of him getting everybody involved early. He was – uh, he was first on the team and and uh, or excuse me, like third in the team in assist or somewhere around there. So it wasn't like he wasn't passing the ball. But, you know, you just hope to see super aggressive Damian Lillard because we got Kevin Durant that we always get. Like, I think that's what we're kind of hoping for from Dame. All right, let's take a break. Coming up next, let's begin some NFL previews before we switch back into football Sunday in September. The AFC East first in the docket. Rashad's team will be talked about. That's the Patriots. First, a sports interrupted. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. All right, two more segments to go here on Sports Sunday today. If you missed any of the show thus far, you can find it on the Lush Talk Tires podcast on the Odyssey app and 1080thefan.com. But since the NFL season does begin here in about a month or so, we got to begin our divisional preview. So we will wrap the show up with the first of those, which will be the AFC East. And I'd like to start with your team, Rashad, considering it is your team. Although they are not the favorites in the division, they are a team that has been at the front of that division for many, many moons. That is your New England Patriots. Uh, So tough year. You think it's going to be a tough year? It was a tough year last year. I'll be honest. Uh, a lot to deal with. Uh, everybody, you know, every team in the league dealing with some type of pro, uh, a COVID protocol issue, you know, whether it was a key member of the team or a coach of the team. In this case, it just happened to be uh, the new quarterback of the Pats, Cam Newton, who just couldn't figure out how to throw the ball, you know, for most of the season. He was a fantasy nightmare if you had uh, Cam Newton um, it's the first time. This is a crazy stat. For the first time since 2008, the Patriots didn't score at least 410 points. Hmm. The first time they scored 326 points. I remember that oh, stat. Wow. It's going to stick in my head. <laughs> that's way for a less long than that time. Too. You know, so that's that's a lot of touchdowns less uh, to score. And so um, for me, ten and uh, somewhere around maybe ten and seven. And I, I keep forgetting about the additional game, but seventeen games. Ten, ten and seven sounds about where I figure the Patriots will probably be. That's actually pretty good, Rashad, considering how they did last year. Yeah, and I think really, I mean, I think when Cam was on the field, like he still gave something different to the Pats offense, which they'd never had before, which is a quarterback that can escape. And so when he was healthy and he was good, um, there were some games that Cam was great. But uh, I think you you bring back uh, uh, David Andrews, who's the center. Um, Their their over-under win total is nine and a half. I mean, so I'm not too far off. I think getting, uh, to me, Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne, who I think, uh, not just because he's from Portland, but I think he's uh, somebody that's ready to be like a stud in the NFL. Um, That's huge. Signing Hunter Henry, you know, signing a... And Jonah Smith. And, you know, the the Patriots offense is really predicated on 
tight end play. Bill Belichick it, wants that two tight end system. He, again. It, he, he needs it, you know, and that's just really how the Patriots have been able to eat for a long time. But, um, you know, signing Mac Jones as a as a, a for the future, you know, we'll see how many games to the season Cam makes. I'll say this: if Cam starts the season and he's, um, you know, two for four, uh, one for something, uh, Mac Jones will be coming in to start. I think I'm, I, my expectation is that Cam Newton is going to play until he gets hurt this year. Yeah. That's kind of my thought is, is if it's like week 12 and Cam goes down with a shoulder injury again, then that's when Mac Jones will come in. I'm not sure. First of all, if Mac Jones is the guy, especially where he was drafted, if he's ready to start right away. And then second of all, I think Cam might have a little bit of a bounce back season this year from last he year. He needs well. to, I think, you know, Cam and really, couple seasons we forget like cam this was cam's first season back since the injury you know when he was in carolina so this will be his first full fully healthy season with the patriots so we'll see what that looks like that's why i'm saying man i I think that's good enough for 10 wins you know i'm looking at uh, an afc east that's gotten better but i i still don't really trust every team in the afc east you know i know the bills got much better we'll talk about them but um, overall, man, I, I think maybe right around 10 wins for the Pats. Um, uh, losing Patrick Chung, you know, to uh, retirement. Kinda, you got Kyle Van Noy Kind of sucks, but, you know, getting Kyle Van Noy, you know, back was a was a big was a big deal. Um, losing Marcus Cannon, you know, the offensive tackle, kind of a big deal. So hopefully they're able to kind of um, make some changes and kind of fill some holes. But for the most part, like the, the Patriots are lucky enough to be in the AFC East. And it's almost kind of like the NFC East. Like, it can really be – you don't know who – for years it's been all about the Patriots. But now it's like, well, it could really – it could potentially be Miami. It could potentially be – Well, it's it's Buffalo still, Yeah, no, it's Yeah, it's still Buffalo, but potentially, who knows, if Miami could make that that step and be the team. Like, we don't know. And now that Buffalo sees everybody coming, who knows if that's going to be it. But You guys also got Trent Brown. Trent Brown was – forget about Trent Brown. From the Raiders. You know what I'm saying? That, that was, a, that was a, a solid pickup. So, so yeah, I think Cam didn't really have the supporting cast that, you know, that he needed. It just – what, it says 24th last year in offense? Like, that's that's not and, – and, and passing yards, like, that's terrible. You know, that's the end of the end of the list. So, hopefully, the addition of some of these really good offensive players and some of these really good uh, def- or offensive linemen um, will kind of help them – turn things around now you mentioned the bills and the bills to me are the clear favorites in the division their over under win total is 11 which is tied for third best in the nfl behind the chiefs and the bucks and the ravens are also with them at 11 what's interesting about this bills offseason is they actually haven't done a ton to change the team but uh they they were so good last year what changes did you really want to see I mean, I guess they did the best things that they probably could, and that's re-signed their offensive two of their yeah. offensive tackles. I think that was the best thing that they could have did, and uh, just being able to go out and you, you lose John Brown. I think people looked at that and was like, oh, that 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 could be bad for you, but you were able to get. That is true. You were able to get Emmanuel Sanders for whatever he's got left. Um, you were able to get uh, Jacob Hollister, you know, for uh, to be a tight end after you lose Tyler Croft. You know, so. I mean, Quentin Jefferson on the defensive line. So they're able to make some good additions. The good thing about Buffalo is they were already kind of set up to be a good team. You know, if you look at their roster from last year, 
uh, they were solid, you know, across the board, offensively and defensively. And now you're just bringing a bunch of guys back and you're bringing Josh Allen who just got paid. That's the big thing is that you just gave Josh Allen the huge extension, 150 mil guaranteed guaranteed up to what? 258 is the, is the max he can make over six years, man. I just need 10, I just need 10 bucks. You know, just shoot me, just cash at me. I mean, I'll take 10 10 bucks right now. Yeah. I'll take 10 mil, but I'll settle for 10 bucks right now. You know, Josh Allen, if you're out there listening, but um, no, they, they were a hell of a scoring team. I think they were one of the top scoring teams in the league last year. So I kind of expect them to be right back there. You just said they ex- they're expected to win 11 wins. That's tied for third. Who are the other teams? Uh, the Ravens were 11 as well. Okay. So, so it's chiefs, 12 bucks, 12 Ravens bills, 11 over under. So yeah, I, th- I think that's a, I think that's a solid number. I, I fully expect the bills to win the division. Um, it, I, I think it would be kind of a, amazing feat if the Patriots can pull it out or if, you know, the dolphins can, I think the dolphins are a dark horse, but uh, for the most part, man, I think this this division is Buffalo's to to run away with. The only thing that can stop them is um, everybody else knowing that Buffalo is there. That game is circled on everybody's schedule now. You know, no more just oh we're going to go into Buffalo. It's going to be no like that game on everybody's schedule is circled because everybody wants to shut up uh, the the quarterback that just made two hundred and fifty million. That is true. So. But I do. I believe in the Bills. You know, I, I've 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 completely made the switch on Josh Allen to where I believe in him oh, as well. Oh, you hated him at first. Oh, I did. Uh, up until last year, going into last year, I hated him, and he proved me wrong. He learned how to throw the football consistently. He's legit, man. And he's legit. His ability to run, paired with his really good arm, at this point, makes him a really really difficult to deal with quarterback. Now, of course, he's going to be more open to injuries. But, hey, they brought in Mitch Trubisky to be their backup. There you go. Just in case things go wrong, things are really going to go wrong when Mitch gets in the game. That's probably a better backup quarterback than half the backups in the league, though. (laughs) Eh, Is he? Do you remember Mitch Trubisky playing? A borderline starter is better as a backup than a guy who's like a third stringer, I think. I don't know. Do you remember how bad the Cowboys were last year after Dak got hurt? Do you remember how bad Trubisky was ever? Yeah, of course. (laughs) That's what I'm – Mitch Trubisky is better than Ben DiNucci. That remains to be seen. That is, come on. That remains come to be seen. Come on, Rashad. I'm sorry. I can't do it. I've, se- right. I've seen uh, Trubisky throw the ball, like, to the coach on the sideline, like, during a game. Like, I'm sorry. I saw Tom Brady do that, too. Um, he was practicing. He was throwing it to that coach. That's what Brady <laughs> sure, was doing. Sure, sure. Need another ball. All right. We got uh, two more teams in this division coming up next. But uh, Bills, for sure, in first in our minds. Patriots over under nine and a half. I'm going to go under nine and a half on that one. Rashad has over for 10 wins for them. Dolphins and Jets still to come. This is NFL previews, AFC East edition here on Sports Sunday on the fan. If your day sounds like we need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Last segment of the show as we wrap up the AFC East NFL Divisional Previews. It's the first division we are doing. We'll be keeping an eye on this moving forward uh, as we get closer to the start of the season, which is September 9th. Two other teams to get to, Dolphins and Jets. Dolphins also have a nine and a half over under for wins, just like the Patriots do in the AFC East, at least for me. I view the Dolphins as second in this division ahead of the Pats behind the Bills. And obviously that's all going to come down to if Tua has a much better second season in the NFL. But in terms of what the Dolphins did this offseason, I like a lot of it. They've 100%. made their wide receiver core really scary because you have Jalen Waddle getting drafted out of Alabama with the 21st pick and you signed Will Fuller as your second wide receiver. Devontae Parker is still there. Uh, Miles Gaskin had a breakout year last year, former UW Husky, Pac-12 love there, had a breakout year, so he's your number one running back. You also brought in Malcolm Brown as a free agent, the former Ram. And uh, you also got two starters defensively in the draft because they had, remember, the Dolphins have a million first-round picks in the Mm -hmm. next few drafts. So they had two firsts. They took Jalen Phillips, the linebacker, with the 21st pick. I I mentioned they took Jalen Waddell. As well, and then uh, they got Javon Holland from Oregon, who's also projected to start at safety for them this year as well. So, I, I, and they and they made good with Xavier Howard, which has been in my update today. He demanded a trade, and they were like, "Well, restructure your contract." He said, "Okay, cool, I'll stay." I kind of like a lot about this Dolphins team. I just don't know about Tua. You know, your backup Jacoby Brissett, good backup to have for sure. They signed him this offseason as well, but you gave him weapons. I just am nervous that Tua can't do it. I mean, it's it's it remains to be seen, you know, to see if Tua can really make that step. And second year is usually when some of these guys uh, make that big leap from trying to figure it out, getting your feet wet, into I fully understand what I'm supposed to do uh, as the starter here. And so, I think Tua is going to be fine. These are learning curves that I think a lot of great quarterbacks have to go through. Very few quarterbacks come in and just start winning and just don't look back. Even Mahomes had to take a year, you know, to sit behind Alex Smith to really fully understand exactly what the ask is at the quarterback position. But um, I really I, I like this Miami team. I think the AFC East is for the first time in a long time. It's going to be competitive, um, which is something we haven't seen. It's been the Patriots just to run away with forever. Yep. But um, yeah, I think I, we're actually going to get some good games this year. Yeah, and, and that's 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 a huge difference. You know, it's been a long time since you've seen this division be really, really good. Um, but being able to keep guys like Mac Hollins, you you mentioned um, getting Will Fuller and Jalen Waddle, but you know having Mac Hollins just having another guy for a young quarterback to throw to that's good. Um, you mentioned uh, Javon Holland, uh, Justin Coleman. They drafted him as well, cornerback from uh, Tennessee. So that's going to be good, kind of shoring up that defense. Um, you know, Jalen Phillips is supposed to come in and really do what Kyle Van Noy did for them coming off the edge. And now that Van Noy is going, you know, back to the Pats, then, uh, you know, that's just a, a position that's opened up for, for Jalen Phillips. So overall, uh, 
I like their defense. I like what, what the, the defense they've been able to um, to to kind of come up with. Uh, they went seven and three to finish the year. Now a lot of that had to do with uh, Fitzmagic and some of the things he was able to do as a, as a quarterback. You know, shout out to Fitzmagic to finally get his opportunity to be the guy come in as the starter, and hopefully that's uninterrupted in Washington. But um, I think this Miami team is is finally where they they've been wanting to be forever. This is why you tank for so long is to finally be in a position to where you can compete with the rest of the league. And uh, I don't, I, I nine and a half, you know, to 10 wins. I'm going to, I don't believe in, I don't know what a half win is. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say they're going to go ahead and get maybe I can see 10 wins uh, from them this year. Nine sounds a, a little more reasonable to me because we still don't know what we're getting from Tua. So I would probably say nine, but if they got 10 would not shock me. One yeah. Bit. I, I, it's tough. I'm thinking 10 for them and like eight for the Patriots is kind of the way I'm viewing that's, it. That's fair. It's going to be so hard. Like that would be eight and eight. No, it's not. It's eight and nine. It's going to be so hard to remember the math of these records just because we're so used to the other yeah. records. And and now that, you know, that with only one spot for uh, only one spot being reserved for a team in the playoffs for the bye, uh, more and more teams are going to play that week 17 or week 18 game now like more See? and more teams it's so it's, so, it's going to take some time for us to get used to folks but it's going to take some time but you're going to see more, more and more teams though. that are going to be playing all 18 games or all 17 games just to make sure that you know they get that number one seed if they're in reach for it and stuff so uh those days of the starters not playing the last maybe game and a half because they've secured a playoff spot those days are over probably now the jets are the final team they are third worst over under for wins this year with six. Only the Lions and Texans are below them. Now, new head coach, Robert Sala, who apparently is incredible. All things we've been hearing so far is he's a very, very, very good head coach early on. It seems to have the team buying into his process. Uh, also, by the way, former producer of the show, Jesse Osmond, want to give him a little bit of love. He has created a fantasy football like yes, YouTube channel podcast thing. It's called Explicit Fantasy Football, and I've seen him tweeting from it uh, on Twitter, and you can also just follow him at Jesse Osman as well, uh, A-S-Z-M-A-N. And uh, that is one thing that uh, we have not had on the show. Uh, we had him on last year during Fantasy Football a little bit as like a call-in, but uh, he's doing his own stuff there. He mentioned that Elijah Moore, the Jets' uh, draft pick, second-round draft pick, is – showing out like crazy at Jets camp so far. So if you're looking for a potential fantasy football flyer mid to late rounds on a, on a rookie wide receiver, that's the guy who you should keep an eye on. And of course they drafted Zach Wilson this year out of BYU, you know, with the, what was that? The second pick this year, they got Zach Wilson. Yep. I don't know what to expect from this team. New head coach is getting rave reviews. Looks like things are going pretty well in early practice so far. They, they signed Corey Davis to a three-year deal to be one of their, Top wide receivers. Jamison Crowder is still there. Um, look, the over under six wins. This team's not going to be very good. This team is probably going to finish in last in the division. But I have a little bit of a feeling that because of Robert Sala, who everyone knew was going to be a good head coach eventually, they might they might outperform expectations a little bit. I can see them hitting that over on that win total, getting six or seven wins for sure this year. I mean the good thing about the Jets or good thing about really any team in this position is that nobody really expects much from you. We all kind of expect you to be, you know, a team that gets ran over, but losing Sam Darnold, getting Zach Wilson, that's huge. Getting Corey Davis and Keenan Cole, that's huge. Tevin Coleman, man, that's huge. Like all of a sudden you went from maybe getting four wins 
So maybe six. So, I mean, somebody can win most improved player with six wins all of a sudden from the Jets. So uh, the good thing about that is there's no expectation. So really the sky's the limit for you. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us today. This has been the AFC East preview. We will continue doing this in following weeks, although uh, I'll be out in two weeks. So you guys will have to do one of them without me or two of them without me. But we'll keep doing the divisional previews and uh, get you set for the NFL season, which is getting underway here in basically one month from tomorrow. How crazy is that? That means the college season is starting like three weeks from tomorrow. Isn't that nuts? Right around the corner. Here we the go. summer flew by, didn't it? Here we go. That's going to do it for us today. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you missed any of it, you can find it on the Last Shot Tires podcast, on the Odyssey app, and on 1080thefan.com. And, again, you can follow us on social media. I'm at MikeLynch27. On Twitter, Rashad's at TaylorMade503. Joe, who is out today, is at JoeFish3, F-I-S-C-H. And go check out Jesse's fantasy football stuff. Explicit yes, fantasy football. You know, he is great at fantasy football advice and he is great at fantasy football so that is something you should definitely check out if you'd like his help we'll see you guys next week 9 to 11 have a very good rest of your weekend okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road with available h-track all-wheel drive and three-row seating my whole family can head deep into the wild Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.